Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast with Michael and Kiana. We are here to discuss life's everyday circumstances from the perspective of an everyday couple. That's us. If I'm being perfectly honest, the world is challenging our righteous desires to become better men and women. With Christ, we believe it's possible to overcome the world, live intentionally, and experience joy. So, let's jump right in to this week's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Perfectly Honest Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Kiana. And I have been nervous about today's episode for a while. Yeah! I think we both have. Yeah, yeah. Even now, even now, my heart's pounding. Yeah. So, uh, but thank you guys for listening today. Uh, there may have been some of you who've come from, uh, from Facebook, seeing my, my Facebook post this morning about it. And, um, wait, was that your perfectly honest moment? Yeah, that was. Oh, I had the same one, which was that you were nervous. That I'm nervous that my heart is going to doom, to doom, to doom, to doom, to doom. Yeah, both of us. Okay, well, should I just get, get yeah, started? Yeah, dive in. No, I, I will just say this beforehand is, um, I've scripted some of this just because I want to make sure I can say what I, what I feel like I need to say here. Um, so with that, let's, let's get going. This episode is not going to be easy for me, and this is not an easy topic, but I hope that you find this episode encouraging rather than discouraging. Um, if this is not something that you've gone through yourself, then we hope that we can make it digestible mm-hmm. for you guys, too. I have viewed pornography since I was 11 years old, and uh, it wasn't a fault of my parents any friends or even my own it was honestly the perfect storm with the curiosities I faced as a little boy and the internet accessibility on the rise you could probably say that the only one I truly blame is the pornography industry and our obviously decaying society for making the content so readily available for children and here I am now an adult almost 26 I can't even begin to describe the, the depression the anxiety, including the panic attacks and the physical pain that's come from from both the depression and the anxiety, the shame, the guilt, and embarrassment, especially hard in my teenage and adult years. The confidence I've lost in myself, in fact, I was never able to build that confidence in myself growing up. It hit too early. I've had to work extra hard for that. If we look back at our vulnerability episode, you might remember I said how much I struggle with vulnerability. Well, this is probably the biggest factor. Pornography is not healthy for anyone's self-esteem. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Because it just destroys your self-esteem. Either this will make you feel horrible about your own body, or like in my case, you'll constantly beat yourself up. I just want to pause as I've been reading this. These are the words that I want to say. That um, it is hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be confident in our day and age. And uh, that's why we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, this whole message that we're talking about today, I mean, this is probably one of the bigger factors of why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Is because honesty and truth is 
is what's going to help you if you need this help. Now I'm saying all these things, the hardness of it, I'm just remembering um, a lot of the burden of this in my life, but uh, the the confidence that I've lacked um, has been built a lot uh, by honesty, especially with Kiana. Accessing pornography as an 11 year old was one of the easiest things I'd ever done. It was as easy as searching it on Google and I didn't even need to go to a pornography website. It was all there on Google. And now they're encouraging our kids to view it. Even younger, the better. Uh, let's say kindergarten, that's what, that's what the focus is today. So let, let's get pornography to kindergartners uh, in their books and their literature. It's, it's devastating for me to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're letting it happen. Are we okay with that? Oh, absolutely not. I think there's a lot of parents that don't know what's going on in the world today. Yeah. That are very oblivious to the storm that is coming. And I think, I mean, one of the big reasons that we're so aware of it is because of the education that I'm receiving in marriage and family and you staying on top of the news. Right. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of people who are oblivious to this disease that really is being handed to our children. It's absolutely devastating, revolting. It's disgusting. Um, it's absolutely disgusting. So why am I coming out about this? I, I, I know that this was just a downer, <laughs> a total downer way to start this episode. Um, very difficult for me to express my emotions on this. Um, really hard for me t- to go through this process knowing that friends, family, you're all going to know about this um, that I've struggled with. And uh, I'm not going to go into the details. And we'll talk more maybe in more episodes mm-hmm. about different struggles. Uh you know, but, but it's not important that, you know, all of the, all the length of my struggle, just so much that, you know, um, where I've come from with this, uh, that I've experienced it that I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. So why am I coming out about this right now? And the reason is, is because this is so much bigger than me. This is more important for me to talk about this than it is for me to take care of it in my own life. Um, though they're, they're both really important, mm-hmm. but it's just so much bigger that we fight this issue. I, and I feel that, I feel that we are mm-hmm. on the same page with this, that we, we want to fight this. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, that, that's why we're talking about it. So it's so much bigger than us mm-hmm. and they're targeting our children just as they targeted me. I'm tired of watching this poison destroy our confidence. Men and women are both negatively impacted by this poison, but even more importantly, our children are frequently and consistently exposed to this. Innocence, confidence, morality are sacrificed as we sit and watch it happen. And I'm just not going to do that anymore. Yeah. It's not enough just to safeguard and protect your own home. It's something that we actively need to fight. Exactly. I mean, we need to, find, it's like, this is how our, how we've been reacting to the situation so far mm-hmm. is they're doing this evil thing. The world's doing this evil thing. So like, let's protect ourselves against it. That's not bad. No, that's, that's I mean, very good. 
but <laughs> but we're just so reactionary mm-hmm. when we've looked you know when we're looking at this situation and we haven't looked at the legislation which is so stupid which is literally just like facebook and twitter and instagram and all the social media platforms they're all way more important than you know so they're well they're really important to society so we need Mm -hmm. to protect them and then you know thus was born all of the pornography websites Mm -hmm. because they they live under the same law yeah they live under the same safety net and uh um i believe that's section uh 230 which we'll we'll talk about Mm -hmm. we'll talk about more um now i assume that there's a lot of you who don't want to talk about your problems with pornography and and that's not my point with this um, like I get it. Like I, I get that. And, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't expect anyone to just be like, okay, now we all need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so don't take it that way that that's why I'm, that's why I'm talking about this. Um, and I understand too. I mean, like for example, if drugs, alcohol addiction is hard to talk about, pornography is that much harder. It's more embarrassing. It's more childish. So I'm just saying that not everyone needs to come out about this, about their struggles, but I hope that everyone is willing to fight this issue. Uh, I, I just feel like we're just so complacent about it, sitting and, and watching this poison our society. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, they're just spoon feeding it to us and it's affecting most men. It's affecting a lot more women than you would realize. Um, and to to some extent, everyone's a victim of the porn industry somehow, even the performers, but mm-hmm. but not those who produce and profit from it, at least from a monetary standpoint. Yeah. Um, now, before I go further into what I think or what we think uh, we should do about this, I just want to I just want to leave an open invitation to anyone who's been listening to this, um, just to say that you can ask me any questions. And we can have a discussion uh, if I can help you understand another person's perspective or restre- receive strength for yourself or a loved one in their struggle, then please help me fight for you and help me help you understand what this is about. Um, help us understand. I mean, Kiana has been studying this a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, we're here for you. That's where we're starting, you know? Um, so, so I just wanted to leave that as an open invitation for you guys that, that I'm open to talking about this. I know that and you, don't even, you don't even need to think that you're close <laughs> with me because it doesn't matter. This fight is, is bigger than all of us. Yeah. And um, I, I want you to reach out to me, you know, whether you're close family or friends who want to know more about this um, that I've gone through, uh, feel free uh, to talk to me about it. Um, if not, you know, I mean, just just do whatever you feel like you want to do. If you mm-hmm. if you use us as a resource, is yeah. what I'm saying. And likewise, reach out to me as you know, as someone who is a wife, someone who's a mother, raising children in this world. I think we can all benefit from sharing stories with each other and drawing strength from each other. So, and can I just say something too? <sighs> Just as she was speaking, I just, Kiana has been the most amazing, amazing 
wife to me in this, in my struggle. She's just loved me through the entire thing. And, um, she, and, and the struggle is more than just like, just like, uh, I view pornography. I feel bad and I need to go talk about it. It's, uh, I mean, just the, the life that I've led up to this point and the anxiety that has come with it. She has been my emotional support and, um, and the amazing power that she has to do that for me. Um, it's why I married her <laughs> is because not just because I love her, but also because of who she is and the character that she is for me and the love and support that she is for me. Thank you. And this has been a great, uh, you know, thing that's brought us together is her love and her nurturing. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, so where do we go from here? Yeah. We're, <gasps> well, I want to hear about some of the things that you've studied about. Yeah. Um, like give us a, uh, I don't know, maybe some, some facts and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll come in with the numbers, <laughs> the statistics. So, um, I've actually done quite a few papers on this topic this semester. I think that's why it's really been on the forefront of our mind because I've been studying about it, writing papers, doing speeches, doing study groups, talking about this topic. And I've come across some really surprising numbers. Um, in 2020, 91% of men and 60% of women reported using porn in the last month. Wow. Um, in 2021, one out of every eight pornography titles found on the home pages of porn sites described acts of sexual violence. I feel like that should be against the law. Is that? Uh, it should be. And here's the <laughs> thing about that is there's oftentimes these videos that get posted of maybe like date rape cases or sexual assault where it was 100% not consensual. Yeah. And the women will contact the site and say, this was against my will. You need to take this video down. Right. And the sites will not act on it because it's a well-performing video. Right. Right. And it will take years for it to be taken down. And meanwhile, this woman's reputation, self-worth self-love is absolutely destroyed. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, in 2021, 84% of boys and 57% of girls between the ages of 14 and 18 <laughs> said that they have viewed pornography. Oh my goodness. Um, Illegal. Yeah. Like that, like, <laughs> like those numbers are way too high. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's against the law for, uh, like, let's just say a, a porn site mm -hmm. was to go to one of those children and say, you need to view this. That is actually that against is, the law. Yeah. That, but this is the loophole mm -hmm. is they're like, well, we didn't get them into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, right? it, but, it doesn't make sense. We're, we're doing this so wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where there are a lot of problems because the legislation as it stands yeah, it says, okay, you can't hand porn to children. And there is a law saying that you can't have like misleading links or ads 
that lead right. to pornography. That's correct. Because yeah. that's like a very easy way for children to get into it by accident. But if a curious little kid is like, oh, I heard this word at school or yep. I wonder what this means. Yep. Yeah, they just Google it and they can find it because there's no other safety net. Right. Yep. Now, um, um, I, I think this is this is kind of interesting uh, when talking about, I don't know, like kind of how we were raised. Mm-hmm. Like our, our parents, but I would say like this is, this is things I've, I've heard, not just like from my parents. I don't even know if I heard this from my parents specifically, but like you would hear this a lot growing up, which was just like, hey, if your friend mm-hmm. like tries to show you pornography at school, like, you know, just like, like don't look at it or don't associate with that friend or whatever. But this came from like that generation growing mm-hmm. up where like you had physical drugs. The way to get physical drugs was, was from friends. in person. Yeah. And you know? so, yeah, the way to access pornography was magazines or VHS yes. tapes. Right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So like things are just so radically different. I don't mm-hmm. think that a lot of um, adults uh, even now like fully comprehend like how much the world was secretly shifting. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of nuts. Like I don't have anything against what was like being said to me. It just shows that it was like, yeah. there wasn't an understanding. Like if a friend had come to me with pornography at school, mm-hmm. I would have been like, what the, like, like don't show me that. That's weird. Like that's weird. Like even, even if I was viewing pornography at the at the time, mm-hmm. I would have been like, no way, like get yeah. a, you know, get away from me because it's like that would be weird to like view that with somebody else, and you have it so accessible, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. the problem is the accessibility. Just what I was saying, like mm-hmm. just what you were saying, which was, uh, you know, like if kid wants to know, he just has to like look up a word. Yeah, like that's it. That's all. And so it's it's so easier not getting this from your kids at school. You hear a word that someone says. And uh, this actually happened a lot. It'd be like, well, go look it up. Yeah. Danger. Danger. It's really, really bad. And I guess on like maybe a more hopeful note for parents. Yeah. Is the best way to safeguard against that is to talk to your kids about sex, about the human body. Right. Like have those conversations where you are their source of information and they don't feel like they can't ask you something. Exactly. They don't feel like, oh, well, I have to look this up because mom and dad are uncomfortable talking about it. Right. Like these conversations about healthy sexual intimacy are so crucial to have with your kids. Right. And at age appropriate times and, you know, not just like out of the blue, I guess, but just observing your kids knowing what they're ready for and then having those conversations and treating your children right. with maturity to avoid the like out of the blue situation yeah so to speak. which i think happens a lot i think well it should not feel out of the blue if you're if you're connected with your kids mm-hmm. so if it's feeling out of the blue then what you should do first isn't like how do i segue my conversation into this mm. it's more like how do I spend more time with my kids? I want to have more conversations oh, with them. Yeah. And then they're going to start telling you mm-hmm. what you should talk to them about. Yeah. You know, or you'll just bring up in, in, in passing something that you're like, that does relate to this topic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that can, you know, 
you know, span more just say like, Hey, I do actually want to talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. Is that okay if we talk about it? You know, yeah, totally. and uh, I think that's going to be like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, if they, if your kid's feeling really connected with you, mm-hmm. th- this conversation is, is an, is like a no brainer. Yeah. It comes easy. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and it's protecting their mm-hmm. innocence still yes. at the same time because because they are still dependent on you. Mm-hmm. They're not dependent on someone else. Yeah. That's where you that's where we get rid of the innocence. We are starting, it's kind of the tip of the the iceberg. We're starting to run into those problems with this big nasty thing called comprehensive sex education. Yeah. Um so this is the sex education that they are trying to push into schools. Um with books that are very graphic uh-huh. that have images well cartoon animated images of children looking at themselves touching their private parts touching other people's private parts and th- this is all real it's we both seen it yeah it's real yeah. and it's imminent <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you are involved in your like local school districts or go to i don't know community meetings right do not let this enter your schools. <laughs> Do not let your children have access to this because it teaches children to be sexual at a very, very young age. It teaches them that they are sexual beings, that they should sexualize others. And my theory is that there are a very evil group out there that want to sexualize our kids. So it's easier to get them into sex trafficking pedophilia Uh all that terrible terrible stuff it's so awful and and not to be um uh like too political about it um we don't necessarily want this to be like a political podcast but like uh i mean this is the education that comes from planned parenthood Mm -hmm. we just happen to be very against what they do Mm -hmm. you know uh so you know and even though we have our general views like generally speaking like you know, we just have to put the responsibility where it's where it's deserved. Yeah. Just like, hey, look, this is an organization that's doing this. Yeah. And why are they doing that? Like, we should well, look into yeah. that. Like, know. question mark. Why would Planned Parenthood want kids to be sexually active? Hmm. So that more girls are getting abortions and they have more business. Yeah. It, it, it Gotta is say a logical it like it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. That is a logical argument for it. That That's what we want to do is we, we just want to put like, we don't agree with this thing and here's where it's coming from, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we can say the same thing about the right as well, mm-hmm. um, which we should do. Uh, like there's just not stuff that's as related. I will say uh, just like one thing to balance this out. It's like with uh, right wing families is we're too afraid to approach this topic. Yeah, there's a lot of fear. And I mean, it, it comes from the same place. Like, oh, if I talk to my kid about sex too early, then they will be sexually active. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, if you don't have that connection, if you don't talk to them, then they have those questions anyways, they're going to go to another source. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So it's just important that we, we find the middle ground, what we've learned on this Mm -hmm. and just say like, guys, protect our kids. Yeah. Inform them at the right stage of life. And, uh, you know, if you have questions about that, then do your research. Yeah. You know, do your research into it. And, uh, um, and, and really use your intuition. You are mm-hmm. not that stupid. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. Like that you have to go to the internet for everything. Mm-mm. Like listen to your children. Yeah. Listen to what they're talking to you about. Uh, 
you don't have to say like everything that they're saying is correct. Mm-mm. Like you just have to listen to what they want to know. Yeah. And and teach them correctly according to what you know, mm-hmm. what you've learned through your sexual experience. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> odds are if you have kids you got them from somewhere you know about the birds and the bees yeah Yeah. unless you didn't want to know about that you just adopted i don't know how that's possible anyway uh it's yeah i just wanted to stress that point yeah totally yep well i feel like we've kind of had like a doomsday like ah here's all the terrible things about pornography and the attack on children yeah where what what's a lighter note that we can start to maybe well, I just want to say this message mm-hmm. um, to anybody who struggles with this is uh, it's possible to, uh, while you're fighting it, it's possible to live a happy and fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to let them control your life. Uh, that's hard because, you know, if you're uh, ingesting poison, <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't make you stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you can, you can make little steps Mm -hmm. along the way. Um, but one thing I think is just really important is that, uh, when, when you're looking at where you are in it, you just say, how much of this time does it need to take up in my life Mm -hmm. and in my mind? Mm -hmm. Right? Like you might view it for like five minutes a day or like two hours a day or even more or maybe less. I don't know. But you know, how much time outside of that are you looking at it? Or maybe you only view it for like an hour in a week or maybe five minutes in a week. Mm-hmm. But that five minutes, you're most likely agonizing over it mm-hmm. for your whole week. Mm-hmm. So just know that if you're going, if you're making a leap and bound, just say to yourself, I can be positive while I work through this. I'm still working through it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay for me to be working through it because I want change in my life. If it doesn't come today, then I'm going to be okay, you know? And Michael's very good about that. He's -hmm. very good at beating himself up, but he's... Very good at beating myself. You're very good at saying, okay, this happened. I handed it over to the Lord. I'm having this conversation with you and let's have a good day. Yep. And turning it around and saying like, I'm going to get over this. Right. It's going to be okay. I think I wanted just to share a little bit about like my perspective as a wife going through this. Yeah, if that's go ahead. okay. Yep. Cause I feel like we've touched on like you, your experience. We've touched on our shared experience and our fear for our kids. Yeah. And I feel like we're missing like the wife perspective. The, the key. <laughs> this is the key. This is a key. This is a key. Um, so Michael told me about this problem very soon into our dating and I just always knew that one day it will be out of his life and also there will come a day that we will help people. I feel like that's something that you've always had within you. Just this knowledge of I'm going to help other people overcome this someday. Mm -hmm. And that has honestly given me a lot of strength and just being able to know Michael's character that he is just full of love and the light of Christ and that he is not pornography. Like he is not evil because of what he does. Yes. Can I actually 
pause you for a second yeah. and give. Uh, I was going to therapy once for this. And I'll never forget this. My therapist said, if you show up to a party and you have a broken arm and someone asks you who you are, like you're, you're introducing yourself to someone new, mm-hmm. are you going to say to them, hi, I'm a broken arm? Right. That bro- Like you're not going to say no. that. You're going to say mm-hmm. who you are and you're going to be like, oh yeah, also I broke my arm. This is how I do it, but it'll heal. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I mean, I feel like that's kind of how it went. That's a... It's like an accurate, accurate picture. Of. No, that's seriously. It's like you're not going to tell someone <laughs> yeah. that you're a broken arm. Mm-mm. You're not a broken you're arm. You're not a broken arm. You are a person yeah. who has a broken arm and it'll heal. Yeah. With the ability to heal. Yep. And um, just don't don't keep punching it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just that's just a throw. <laughs> don't take that too seriously. Go ahead. Um, and I think we both established very early in our relationship that the only way that our relationship and marriage were going to succeed was if it was based out of honesty. Yes. Because there are so many wives with husbands who struggle with pornography and something that kills them even more than the pornography itself is the distrust, the lies, the hiding, the looking into your husband's eyes, not knowing if they're telling the truth uh-huh. Always questioning what they are doing. Always wanting to check their phone, check their computer. But I think because we decided like we are going to base this relationship on honesty, I have always had that trust and faith in Michael that when he's ready, he's going to tell me about his experiences. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. I mean, and it just this is going to be super ironic that I'm saying this, but... I'm not perfectly honest. That's the irony of why yeah. we chose this name because mm-hmm. we know that we're we're not like perfect at it. Um, it can be really difficult, but eventually, at some point, I always come clean, mm-hmm. and we always talk about it. Yeah, you know, it's about the desire to be honest, and it's it like just because you don't talk about it for one day, it's not like I'm being dishonest. It's like give me some time to process. Yeah, you know, totally. Uh, but exactly what mm-hmm. Kiana said. Um, it's been so hard for me to be honest. It has. Mm-hmm. How much harder would it have been if I was not honest? For me even and for you. The The only way to get through this is honesty. Yeah. You have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. So start doing that. And don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up about being dishonest right now. That's the thing is you can change that. Yeah. You can change that at any point. Mm-hmm. So that's the happy message about that is like, yeah. like there have been times where it was hard for me for multiple days to talk about an experience I went through, but, um, but I always knew I was going to talk about it. Yeah. I just had to have that in my vision to say, mm-hmm. as soon as I was done, I was like, okay, I will talk about this. Just give me some time, mm-hmm. you know, t- telling myself that. Yeah. Give yourself some time. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and, and do some processing men need a process we don't get enough time for that (laughs) and continuing with the wife perspective it's very easy for women to beat themselves up and say oh well i'm not i'm not pretty enough i'm not fulfilling his sexual needs um it's very easy to say that i am not enough 
But when we get outside of ourselves and our pride and thinking that it's all about us and it revolves around us, we realize it's not about us. And that these, these men, these amazing, courageous men have been fighting this for some a very, very long time. Yeah. And so when we can step back and say, okay, it's not about me because I am enough and my spouse, he loves me. Mm-hmm. Then we can say, we can look at our spouses. Oh, like you're hurting and you're going through something right now. Let me be there for you rather than get angry and defensive right. and just build up these walls in your marriage. I agree a hundred percent with that. I have the most amazing wife. Sorry. <laughs> No one else can compare. Taken. <laughs> any any more thoughts on that? No, I think from, that was it. And we'll talk more about that. And please let us know uh, in the comments or on social media, whatever you want to know about this topic. Because mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk more about it. Yeah. So we don't want to skip over stuff. But today was just kind of like, let's talk about the big picture. Yes. So um, how are we going to fight this? Uh, and I'll try to make this quick. But I wanted to talk about some of the legislation that I found um, how pathetic it is. And, uh, this message as well, that in our weakness, we can fight. That's what courage is. Courage is fighting while you're weak. It's not fighting while you're strong. If you fight while you're strong, it's not courage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll fight this in our weakness, uh, and we'll fight with strength. And by strength, I mean by the power of God. Uh, I honestly mean that. So, um, there's some really interesting laws. So uh, this is this is the big picture law. There's a federal law. <laughs> and I read this and I was like, so everything's illegal, but we'll get we'll get further into that. I Okay, that's funny you say that because I had the same reaction. And we actually, Michael and I studied this legislation separately. I did it for oh, an really? assignment. I'm We're looking, looking at this all at the same time on our computer. Yeah, I'm looking at what he has pulled up and I'm like, oh yeah, I read all of this for the speech that I had to write. But I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So there's a, there's a federal law regarding obscenity, uh, which is essentially pornography. Uh, This is what the federal law says. It says federal law prohibits the possession with the intent to sell or distribute obscenity to send ship or receive obscenity to import obscenity across the state borders for the purpose of distribution. Illegal, right? Wrong. It's not completely illegal. Um, you know, you would at least think that obscenity would set a low bar to encompass everything that it has to do with imp- pornography. Well, it turns out it's kind of uh, obs- uh, like vague, wishy-washy. They have it set up so it's like there's a there's a jury that has like a three-point system that yeah. they decide, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what is actually obscene. Mm-hmm. And because of that, a lot of things just like fly through the radar because... Because they don't pass all three. Yeah, they don't pass that. Or they're like, oh, well, it's a porn site. And it, since it's there, it should probably like, you know, be, it's probably protected somehow, right? I wish they would just, you know, have some courage. Uh, but, you know, here's here's the other thing. This is, this is the thing that protects, that actually does protect uh, the porn industry. So like this main federal law is for the little guy, for whatever reason. That's, that's what we've decided. Because this other law, which is section 230, uh of something uh i need to i'll i'll need to post that (laughs) uh but but this is the communications decency act so you can look that up uh it's a federal law that's passed in 1996 regulating pornography on the internet uh, protects websites and service providers from liability for content posted by users 
that they are not co-creators of. So that's kind of like a Wikipedia like definition of what the the Communications Decency Act is. So as long as they don't co-create of it, they can have all of it on their website if they want. Here's the other thing. Uh, this is from uh, law.cornell.edu. It says, in the United States, generally people can purchase or access pornographic materials legally. That being said, it is illegal to knowingly distribute pornography to minors under 18. Mm. So knowingly, talk about the wishy-washiest law. Mm-hmm. How do you prove that? Yeah, you, you know, can't. say it's illegal to knowingly do. I mean, unless they have video evidence of someone handing it to a yeah. kid, it's the wishy-washiest thing. It should say it is illegal to distribute pornography to minors under eighteen. Yes, that's what. She, but mm-hmm. knowingly, someone was in there saying, saying, uh, "Well, you know, we want to protect the porn industry. Our adult, our adults love it too much." Um, so I just want to, you know, present these things and just say, like, look, like this, this is. You know, Communications Decency Act, it's awful. It's stupid. We should write better legislation. It's a start to say, you know, let's protect. So, and social media is, it has a pros and cons as well. I, I will acknowledge that. Like, there are a lot of good things. Uh, for example, it allows us to reach you guys. We love mm-hmm. that. Uh, but, you know, what's the cost? It, this this just spawned, uh, you know, thousands of porn sites. Mm-hmm. So uh, are we going to write it better or are we just going to leave it as is? That's my thought. Mm. Um, now, I don't have any like formal understanding of law. I don't have money. <laughs> I mean, we're, <laughs> we're so, we are just so insignificant when compared to the incredibly large porn industry. Mm-hmm. But we do live in a country where we can fight this. So let's raise a couple million. <laughs> uh, let's take it to legislation and change the laws that we need to change. So if you're a lawyer willing to fight, let me know. And if you know how to run a successful fundraiser, I'm happy to talk with you because let's just do what it takes. Yeah. I don't care. Like it, I've never raised a million dollars, but if we have to raise a million dollars, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Like we just got to do it. Like let's just, just help us out. There's got to be enough people out there that want to do this. I don't know at all what this takes, but let me know and I'm willing to fight it. And, uh, you know, Last note on that, I'd love to find, I'd love to hear an argument. Please give me an argument why you think pornography should be illegal. Should be legal or should illegal? Be, should be legal. Not you. Oh. I was looking at Kiana, but yeah, I was like, I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying like you, to you guys, the audience, to anybody out there, why should this be legal? Why should it be legal to, uh, to give it to our minors unknowingly? Yeah. In, indirectly. I don't care. Like we, the, the, this is the dumbest thing on the, the porn websites. They have a button on there that says, if you're 18, let us know, click the button and then you can go into the website. Like require government ID. Yeah. That's what they, gambling sites, they require government ID and a credit card. Yeah. So what, why, why are we letting the porn websites just say we want, it's even worse than just letting them go straight to the website. It's saying, it's saying, double down on it it's saying i want you to choose twice to come into this pornography website that's what we're doing to our minors mm. that's what the law is today um and uh and that's that's the end of my rant on that okay so basically we want to fight we want to fight the new drug yes <laughs> and actually that is a great re- resource resource absolutely fight the new drug is it dot org 
Yeah, I used to not love them as much because I didn't like how the how the shirts looked and stuff. But <laughs> I actually going there recently, man, they've got good resources. They are a great resource to just a lot of articles on how how this affects relationships, how this affects individuals, how this affects children. Yeah. Best resource for awareness of the yeah. issue. Uh, see how many women are actually viewing this. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, how many kids get into it. Yeah. Um, how they're getting into it at the age of six. Six. Most often. Um, that's even younger than I was, obviously. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I think now's a good time to talk about the good Lord. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, go ahead, Kiana. Yeah. So I just wanted to share a quick message of hope from uh, Psalms 147, verses 3 and 4. Actually, I'm just going to read verse 3. And it says, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. I think that this is a good reminder that everything that is a that is broken in our lives or ripped or that is in need of repair, Christ comes in and he can do that repair for us. Yes. Every single little piece of damage we have in us, all the pain from either viewing pornography, supporting someone who's trying to overcome pornography, he can be there through it all. You just have to reach out to him. 100%. I love that so much. He can heal us. Yeah. Guys, girls, anybody, he Mm. can heal us. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Um, The healing, the support I received over the years from God. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm still religious, you know? And uh, maybe that's the the best part about my experience is that you have to turn to God, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Now, kind of related, actually, um, I have uh this has been the focus of my year this has been my yearly goal so i'll reveal that now (laughs) um so in the book of enos and the book of mormon uh enos talks about his wrestle before god and i realized before this year that i was being so lazy um with my life and i decided this year i'm gonna wrestle uh for goodness in my life whatever that is just pray fervently uh day and night. I'm still not perfect at it, but, um, my prayers have been much more of a wrestle for sure. But anyway, I wanted to share this in connection with, with what we've talked about today. Um, and this is Enos one, two through five and verse nine. And it says, and I will tell you the wrestle, uh, sorry. And I will tell you of the wrestle, which I had before God before receiving a remission of my sins. Behold, I went to hunt beasts in the forest, and the words which I had often heard my father speak concerning eternal life and the joy of the saints sunk deep into my heart. And my soul hungered, and I kneeled down before my maker, and I cried unto him in mighty prayer and supplication for mine own soul. And all the day long I did cry unto him, yea, and when the night came, I did still raise my voice high that it reached the heavens. And there came a voice unto me, saying, Enos, thy sins are forgiven thee. And thou shalt be blessed. And now it came to pass that when I heard these words, I began to feel a desire for the welfare of my brethren, the Nephites. Wherefore, I did pour out my whole soul unto God for them. And I just wanted to, to uh, you know, just pull that into to what we've been talking about today. In that, um, if you felt this before, if you felt your soul hungering, kneel down before your maker. 
and cry mightily. Um, he'll forgive you. He will. That's, and I wouldn't be surprised if it just happens the moment you hit your knees on the floor. Um, now, to feel the forgiveness, maybe he lets you struggle there for a little bit and wrestle. But if you, if you just go to him, it's amazing the immediate love and blessings. Now, I'm not saying feel it immediately. I'm just saying just know how quick he is to forgive. He wants you. He wants you back, and he wants you to do better. Mm, that was beautiful. Um, well, we're going to switch it up today. I'm going to talk to the men out there. Message to the men from mes- Kiana mes- Anderson. Message to the men. Kiana Mirage Anderson. <laughs> um, so just kind of short, simple, sweet, just a couple takeaways. Uh, for those that are married, trust your wife and rely on her and the Lord for strength because they will be there if you let them be. Um, be honest with whoever you need to be honest with about this because that is where you will find probably the most strength because otherwise you will always be hiding if you do not shine light on your dark spots, right? Yeah, as hard as it is. Yeah. So that's what I have for you guys today. <laughs> Just feel, I hope you guys feel the encouragement from Kiana that, that, uh, that you'll be okay. Yeah. If you, if you, if you tell the truth, mm-hmm. uh, whoever that needs to be to, yeah. you know, uh, yourself is the start mm-hmm. and then you move on. Uh, mm-hmm. you see, you seek out help if you need it. Yeah. You know, um, I love that. Uh, okay. Uh, women. Um, this, this message to you today, um, now we thought this would be really good to, to kind of switch the roles on this because of, uh, I don't know, you hear this message, you hear women telling women about Mm -hmm. pornography, you hear men telling men about pornography. So women, um, I've been thinking so much about all of you and, uh, how precious and pure and wonderful you are. Uh, just recently looking at the statistics for, um, how many women view pornography just blew me away. Uh, it's like 60% or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Of women. It's, That's what I have. It's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine how alone you feel in that. Uh, especially with how, how alone I felt. But even knowing that so many guys struggle with this throughout my life, you know? Um, and so uh, I've been praying for you. That's my message to you. And I've been praying to the wives of, of uh, not praying to, praying for, <laughs> uh, praying for the wives of, praying for the wives of, of those men mm-hmm. who are also struggling. Or maybe you're both struggling. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Your worth is is so much and God knows that um, and keep fighting uh, be good to your husbands mm-hmm. uh, who are fighting uh, courageously as Kiana said I believe that too with how much it just destroys your self-esteem and confidence help build that confidence spend time with your husbands mm-hmm. and uh, and try to try to see uh, how committed they are 
to overcoming this and help them be more committed. Mm -hmm. Stop poisoning themselves. You're very, very influential in that. Women are very persuasive. (laughs) Women are very persuasive. So, um, you know, just, just know that, and also know this too. It's not always on the minds of men. Big lie that just pornography is always on their, on their minds. Hate that. Uh, a lot of times they're thinking about you and you think that they're thinking about por- pornography. So let them think about you. Yeah, let them think <laughs> about you. Give them that space. Give them that that um, that freedom. Yeah. So. Well, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening today. Thank you. I know that this was... It, it was a very hard topic for us to talk about. And hopefully <laughs> coming on the listening end, it wasn't as hard to listen to yeah but at the same time it's it it should be hard hard to listen to you know Mm -hmm. so if you felt like it was hard to listen to today then please join the fight yeah you know this conversation is awful and uh we should be willing to have it but yeah we need to have it more very important um we would love to hear from you guys dm us email us contact us anyway um leave us a review share this episode with someone you think would benefit from it or who you think also needs to hear this message but thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week yeah see you next week thank you bye